Welcome, everyone. I'm Kim Christensen, and this is the Peaceful Productivity Podcast, where I share strategies to help you get the most out of your time and feel better in the process. Hi, everyone. Welcome to today's episode of the Peaceful Productivity Podcast. I'm your host, Kim Christensen. And today we're going to talk about developing a growth mindset. What inspired today's podcast was I was recently rereading Carol Dweck's book, Mindset. This book is an amazing read if you're interested in this topic, and I highly recommend it. In this book, she talks about the story of Christopher Reeve. Many of us will recall that Christopher Reeve was an actor who was paralyzed from the neck down when he was thrown from a horse. Something so interesting about this story, as recounted by Carol Dweck in her book, is that Christopher Reeve wasn't satisfied accepting and adapting to his new state. And instead, he started an ambitious project, an exercise program, where he would move the muscles of his paralyzed body with the help of electrical stimulation. And what astounds me about that is that not only did he not have any evidence to support the idea that that would help him in any way, he was also working against objections from his medical professionals in the sense that they thought he was in denial and that he was setting himself up for disappointment. And Christopher Reeves' response was, well, I'm not doing anything better with my time, so why not? And I love that attitude, why not? The outcome of this story is that five years after beginning the program, Christopher Reeve started to actually regain some movement first in his hands, then in his arms and his legs and his torso. So he was far from cured, but he did experience and regain some movement. What inspires me about that story is that it challenges me to think outside the current paradigm. Exploring opportunities outside of what I already think is possible for myself. Not only did Christopher Reeve stretch his own abilities when he started this project, but he also changed the entire way that science thinks about the nervous system and its potential for recovery. And if you think about it, that's how all amazing discoveries happen, is just a sense of exploration and seeing what's possible. So I've tried to incorporate this philosophy, this mindset into my own life. What I've noticed about myself is that I can often get stuck in my own head. Some people might call it analysis paralysis or overthinking. All I know is that I get very myopic in terms of just looking at what's in front of me and not considering the longer term outcome, not zooming out for a different perspective. And I think coaching has really helped me in this regard. And I continue to be inspired by people who 
go outside of the conventional ways of thinking and challenge themselves to go above and beyond. And it got me thinking, why are there some of us that will challenge ourselves and really relish a challenge? And why are there others who are almost stuck in the comfort zone in the status quo? Consistently looking at challenges as opportunities and exploring what's possible for oneself, those are all hallmarks of a growth mindset. So what is a growth mindset? In simplest terms, a growth mindset is defined as a belief that abilities can be developed. And this is in contrast to a fixed mindset, which is a belief that abilities are fixed, that they cannot be developed, that we were simply born this way. Someone with a fixed mindset might believe that they're just not good at math that that's the way they were born. They just don't have a head for numbers. Their family has never really been good at math. And so they're not good at math. And when someone gets into that state of mind, they don't take steps to learn math, enjoy math, or try to improve their math ability at all, because they have now created an identity around not being good at math. I think one of the most significant benefits of the growth mindset is the ability to be resilient. Carol Dweck talks about a study that she did with a group of participants, some of whom had the growth mindset and some of whom had the fixed mindset. As part of her research, she presented them each with a scenario. The scenario was that they were young adults going to school and received a grade in one of the classes on a midterm of C+. In this scenario, you're feeling very disappointed about your grade, and as you're leaving the class, you realize that you get a parking ticket. Feeling very frustrated, you call your best friend to share this experience, but you're sort of brushed off by your friend. When Carol asked all participants how they would think and feel and what they would do, the people with the fixed mindset responded that they would feel like a total failure, like an idiot. They might think, I am a loser. I am worthless and dumb. Everyone else is better than me. They would see the entire day as being a reflection or a measure of their confidence and worth. They went on to say that they would think about their lives as pitiful. I have no life. The world is out to get me. I'm the most unlucky person on earth. When she asked them how they might cope with these feelings, they responded that they wouldn't bother putting in much time or effort into doing well in anything. They'd probably do nothing. They might stay in bed. They might eat. They might yell at someone if they had the chance to. They would listen to music and pout. She started to wonder if these were people who just experienced low self-esteem or maybe were chronic pessimists. But she found that when they weren't faced with obstacles or feelings of failure, they were as optimistic, as bright, as cheerful as people with the growth mindset. 
Dweck found this fascinating because she purposely made the grade a C plus and not an F. She made the test a midterm and not a final. She made it a parking ticket and not a car accident. She made the scenario with a friend as being sort of brushed off and not rejected outright. Nothing in the scenario was catastrophic or irreversible, and yet people with a fixed mindset were left with feelings of utter despair and paralysis. What Dweck was able to conclude was that people with a fixed mindset were making obstacles mean something about themselves and their abilities. Then contrast this with the people who were presented the same scenario and had a growth mindset. Instead of thoughts about giving up, their thoughts were centered around how to improve. For example, I need to try harder in this class. I need to be more careful when I'm parking my car. I wonder if my friend had a bad day. The C plus tells me that I need to work harder in the class, but I have the rest of the semester to pull up that grade. People with a growth mindset start thinking about studying harder and working things out. They're more oriented towards solutions. What Dweck found is that both groups were equally as likely to be upset. However, those with a growth mindset were not labeling themselves or giving up. Even though they felt distressed, they were more resilient, ready to face challenges and keep working on them. What she also found is that people could change their mindset if they wanted to. And I think this is where the real power of this concept can be found. Carol Dweck also talks about a class in which instead of getting grades in this class, they were given an assessment that said they hadn't reached the goal yet. So instead of 50% yielding an F, a failure, they were given the assessment, you're 50% of the way there. You haven't achieved it yet. And I love this idea of assessing ourselves on a continuum and whatever grade or landmark or milestone we're at is just a point in time on the journey towards the goal. Even right now, just talking about it, if I think about receiving an F or a failure, I feel horrible. But if I'm told I'm 50% of the way, that I'm halfway there, I feel optimistic. I feel like I might as well keep going. I feel like if I keep doing what I'm doing, then I'll eventually get there. There's all kinds of positive feelings associated with that assessment. So that's the first strategy of this podcast is instead of seeing yourself as incapable or failing or even making mistakes, you could look at those those milestones as simply points in time. Instead of thinking, I'm not capable, changing the thought into something like, I'm not capable yet. I haven't gotten there yet. I love that word yet. 
The second strategy for developing a growth mindset is to think in terms of what you are becoming. The way that I use this is I think I am becoming more proficient. I am becoming the person that I want to be. I am becoming more capable. I am becoming more resilient. Like the word yet, the word becoming also indicates progress on a journey. And that's really what this podcast is all about. Making the most of your time and feeling better in the process. The first step to feeling better in the process is simply recognizing that it is a process, that it's a journey. It's not a win-loss situation. There's simply milestones along the way. The other thing that I did just the other day is I asked myself how I can make this better. And I love that question for myself because it helps me to appreciate and remember that I am again on this journey. And it assumes that what I'm working on is already good and that I am simply in the process of making it better. I'd like to end off today with a story about when I was in Toastmasters. When I first started in Toastmasters, I very much had a fixed mindset. I was afraid to get up and speak in front of other people, even just to introduce myself, because I was afraid that I would look foolish. I was afraid that I might stutter or have too many filler words or not make any sense at all. Over time, I learned how to put myself into a growth mindset by reminding myself that Toastmasters is the perfect place to learn public speaking. It's a zone of safety. We're all there to learn and improve together. They're my people. The feedback that I receive in Toastmasters is actually a resource. It's a resource to tell me how I'm being interpreted by the audience. It's an interpretation that I can use or not use to improve my public speaking. It's not criticism or even judgment. It's offered in the spirit of giving and helping. When I practice switching back and forth between these two mindsets, it's remarkable that I experience the pressure that can be associated with the fixed mindset And I can also experience the relief that's associated with the growth mindset. And that's the beautiful thing, is that we always have a choice. Have a great day, everyone.